Chronic pain can be a debilitating condition. Commonly prescribed drugs like opioids are highly addictive, and they are potentially deadly. But what about using marijuana for pain relief? Could that help address the opioid crisis? Hey, you want to get high, man? We need to talk about something called grass. Not that grass. I'm talking about marijuana. A new weapon in the fight against chronic pain and opiate abuse. Yesterday, the Department of Health announced that chronic pain can be treated with medical marijuana. I got some stuff you just gotta try. What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. I'm in my car. I'm high as a kite. I'm listening to rock and roll. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Action. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two. This is exciting. We're back. And I'm ready. I hope you guys are ready. Yes, it is me, the amateur stoner. And we are brought to you by Limitless Broadcasting, a great company. And this is a show about where not only do we get lifted, but we learn, and we just keep loving one another. Because like I said, I want this to be about all of us, not just my experience. This is where not only I want to show my enthusiasm and excitement of how cannabis changed my life, I want to hear from others. And I'm really hoping I will. I'm still learning as I go, not only about doing podcast but also about cannabis you know um every chance i get um i fill out applications and i'm hoping to get my foot in the door i'm just a little upset i love rise dispensary and joliet i go to curie leaf and mokinum and i go to rise and joliet i love rise they have so many great vape options that's my preference are vapes i love all of it but vapes are my preference and unfortunately i filled out an application for part-time they right away turned me down and you know it hurts because i spent thousands of dollars there and they don't even want to interview me and i'm telling you they're missing out because I'm the type of person to speak my mind and I'm not saying nothing bad because I have nothing bad to say except the fact that they didn't want to give me a chance. That hurts. Uh, I don't know if I'll keep going to rise because it just it stinks the fact that I'm spending all this money there at buying cannabis. And like I said, you know, I wish they knew. I, I honestly wish they knew how much I love uh, how much I love Green Thumbs. I'm, I'm sorry, is it Green Thumb? Yes, Green Thumb, GTI. Uh, I, I love Rise. I love their products. I buy nothing most. I buy, My majority of my vapes I buy are Anshine, which is from the same company that does Rhythm. And um, there's another one that they make on there. And they also started doing live resin cartridges, which is very exciting because Cresco does that. Unfortunately, I don't have the financial means to try the live resins from Rhythm and see how they help my pain and my mood because deliveries have been awful. And 
I'm you know, with my disability, my chronic pain, it, it's it's hard to find something that I'll be able to do. I, I, I have to always alternate, get up, sit down, walk. But that's the thing with my deliveries. Cannabis helps me get through all of that. Well, let's see. Where shall we begin besides me ranting and raving and complaining? How about if we get started? I want to talk about, I'm sure I'll do some more rants, possibly. I love doing my rants. But I want to talk about and explain how each type of cannabis helps me. Like, I use sativa in the morning. I use, I love to, if, see, if I had the money, I would buy a sativa in the morning, hybrid in the afternoon, and indica for night. Now, I want to get more product, hopefully, because I want to start writing down everything of how the effects are, the feel, so I can start recommending <clears throat> and also compare. And to let you guys know, listening, who use it medicinally, what strains are great for what. I'm still learning that as well. See, that's another thing that's exciting about cannabis. It helps and treats so many medical and psychological issues it's of course it's not a cure it's it's just like medication it is medication for god's sakes i mean <laughs> except you don't pop a pill and have shitty side effects fuck that you know unfortunately i'm still taking pharmaceuticals for blood pressure for my bipolar my depression and you know food has a lot to do with it too it's just unfortunately like these days i've lost so much weight because I, I have dentures, but my gums are always bothering me. And even though I smoke, it, it, it's 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 hard to chew and it hurts so much. And I used to love food. I used to be a big guy. But I lost so much weight that I am shocked. I, I, I feel my spine. I feel my bones. I eat maybe once a day. I maybe have two protein shakes and I eat a small meal. That's it. I'm 5'10". I used to be 375 pounds. And now I am 230. I lost a lot of weight before from, as I mentioned in my, my first episode, uh, doing uh, Diamond Dallas Page Yoga. Fantastic program. Even before my knee replacement, I was able to do it, believe it or not. But I I, I, I hope to get back to it one day. And I lost weight there and I also did intermittent fasting the only bad part is my case manager from the program I was in for mental health he he said you know Phil it worked a little too well because you lost too much weight too fast and what ended up happening I have adrenal insufficiency which makes pain a lot worse a lot worse or anything for that matter and that's when, this is before I started using cannabis. And all of a sudden, my body just wouldn't shut up. I, I, I couldn't exercise like I wanted to. I was still doing my intermittent fasting, but I was in misery all the time. Until I tried cannabis for the, well, not for the first time, but <laughs> I, I tried it. The first time with the namesake, like it was sour diesel. That's what I mean. I it's the first time I tried a really 
great quality brand of cannabis. I don't know where my girl got it from. I can't remember. But it's I'm I'm just thankful I have my medicinal card now. And I see this is why I want to work in the cannabis industry because I want to keep helping others to find this medicine and hopefully it'll help them like it has greatly helped me. And I'm going to start and besides, sorry again about my rant. You know, I, I just, I, I, I'm a sensitive person. I, I really am. And that just really hurt me that they, they passed me up and I love talking to people, especially about cannabis. And I know I would have been a fantastic bud tender because I can't stop reading about cannabis and I can't stop studying the strains. It's it's become not an ups, almost like an obsession, but it's it's my hobby besides my medicine because I love learning about each strain to see which one that is in stock in the dispensary and which one will be able to help with my anxiety, my mood, especially my pain. That is numero uno on the list that it has to help. Now, we're going to get into what strains I like to use and why I like to use them. Well, let's get into it, shall we? We will talk about what I like to smoke and why and what it helps. Now, right now, I'm still having some sour tangy. That's a cross between tangy, which I've never had. I believe that's a sativa, and sour diesel, which is sativa. It's a sativa dominant hybrid, at least. Or I just go by what I see in Leafly and what's in the dispensary. Like I said, I'm trying to learn everything I can. And there's just so much to learn. And now it has become my, my life because it has helped my life and improved my life. So let's start. I'm going to be probably going through the Leafly app so that way I don't mess nothing up. I love being prepared and I love giving the most accurate info I can. So we'll start with sativas. My absolute favorite sativa is Jack Ferrer. Now, that strain was named after a well-known cannabis advocate there is another one also jenny kush that is a fantastic strain as well the smell is wonderful that's why i love about flower i just love smelling it and jenny kush was an amazing strain now jack career i love using it because it's very energizing and it puts you in a nice, pleasant mood. Now, Jack Herrera is a cross of Haze and Northern Lights number five. It's like I said, it's a sativa. And as Leafly puts it, I always go to see. Uh, that, that's my go-to right now to check on strains. And there's a lot of them that are new that obviously aren't going to be in here yet. But... I, I love Leafly, and it's good. They have a lot of great info as well. 
Now it gives you it's energetic, you get creative, uplifted, which is very, very true. The negatives for Jack Herrera are parent paranoia, dry eyes, dry mouth. Yes, if you're not careful with this one, especially if, if you're new, whatever you do, do not smoke the vape. Always start out with flour or a tincture, which you put under the tongue, which that's the only one I have not tried yet. I've had CBD tinctures, but not a THC one yet. I'm going to be doing that soon, I hope. Well, or even with edibles, uh, at the dispensary, usually they have 10 pack of edibles with 10 milligrams of uh, THC in each. And you could cut in half, or if you want to be extra cautious, you could break it in fours, take a little piece, wait an hour, hour and a half, because it takes time. There, cannabis is fat soluble. So it takes time to digest and get into the, the cells and everything and, and into the bloodstream. So that's why edibles take such a fucking long time and it's frustrating. But I'll tell you, when you haven't done edibles at all and you actually try it, it's a, oh my God, first time I've had it, uh, this was like, I think last year or or the year before, I... Uh, my, my memory sucks because of the painkiller addiction that I I had, and I know I did something to my my brain. That's that's an obvious thing. But my Melissa and I we we took the bus to Juliet, four hours to get there because we lived in Kankakee County, and four hours to get back. Well, that was fun. But once the edibles kicked in, everything was fun that day. It was like. I took a narcotic painkiller without the negative side effects. Now, that's the funny thing when it comes to edibles and myself is I don't, I never get anxious, knock on wood, and I never get paranoid. It's the funniest freaking thing. And I I don't know if it was because maybe I was heavier. You know, I think weight has a lot to do with it because, like I said, it is fat soluble. I'm going to look into that and get back to you guys. And, but once they start working, oh, what a pleasant feeling. It, uh, it's just like ease. You know, you, you, you have this ease into your body. Everything starts to settle down. It feels like life slows down just enough for you to keep up. And my God, I, <laughs> I, I I just can't go on and on but anyway like I was saying about Jack Herrera I love to use it that is my favorite sativa I will use it for mood it does help me somewhat with my pain now sativas aren't really known for their pain killing effects, you know, that some do, you know, indica is more of the way to go, but sativas have more of a, the head high and the mood and the energizing effect. 
that's why I love sativa. They get me boom, boom, going in the morning. It's like I had sour tangy before I started the podcast because I have been having headaches, severe headaches for the past few days, and nothing has been touching it because I think it was because I, I just haven't been eating. And finally, tonight, I actually had a decent meal, and my head isn't hurting finally. But sour tan, you got me got me going right now, and that's what's making me very talkative. And this is why I'm so comfortable right now, and I'm not nervous. I am sociably awkward. I don't talk. I observe. I'm very cautious. You know, compared to when I was younger. Because I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. I don't want to say something that's going to be oops. So I just, I'd rather be cautious. And when I know, when I have something important to say, I'll say it. But once I start getting to know you, then you're going to be probably regretting, regretting, why did I get to know him? <laughs> I'm not smoking I say. I love being a goof. I love having fun. But I keep getting sidetracked. That's just, this is how I would be if I was talking to somebody. And without cannabis, I am a hermit. I don't want to go out. I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to be around no one. I probably wouldn't even be doing, well, obviously I wouldn't be doing this because I wouldn't have done cannabis and there'd be nothing to talk about. This is why I love sativas, because I love talking. So it gets me in that wonderful mood and I'm ready to go. For now, until I could actually either A, find a job that I know I can do, or this, or the main plan is get my foot in the door in the cannabis industry because this is something I, I, I'm like so many other stoners. I believe in this, and this is, this is a godsend to me. It's a godsend to just about all of us who use it. And I wouldn't have a life if it wasn't for it. I wouldn't have. A great relationship if it wasn't for it you you probably think well come on that's that's bullshit i'm like no you don't understand how i am i'm gonna be straight up when my pain got bad and before i started using it i would unfortunately you know i i felt so my self-esteem went just through the crapper I thought I was a piece of shit. I, I just hated everything about myself. And I was with... I was... I, I, I was with somebody previous to Melissa, and that just didn't work. I I was drinking at that time a little bit because I needed something to forget whatever the hell it was I was going through. But even though... Yeah, you know, I, I still... Even though using cannabis helps a lot, I still need to work on all my mental health issues. You know, I have to keep seeing my therapist, which I'm glad I'm saying this because I need to make remake an appointment with them. <clears throat> so I'm glad I'm talking to you guys about this. And basically, 
I didn't feel like a human being. And before, see, it wasn't until 2021, it was last year, I, I couldn't go to the dispensary regularly because I didn't have my license back. Last year, I finally got my driver's license back. I lost it when I was homeless because I didn't pay a speeding ticket. I didn't have insurance. Didn't get into no accident or anything. It's just being stupid on my part because I was addicted to painkillers. That's all I cared about. Well, since I got my license back last year, Melissa and myself have been going to the dispensary on a regular basis and... It's within this year I've been actually feeling like a human being more so because there was a lot of times, even when I had my, when I did get my medicinal card, I wasn't able to get out there or we just couldn't buy it. And I was always miserable because I was always in freaking pain and going out, getting on the bus before I got my license, it was like, especially in the cold, oh my God, the fucking cold. It's it's cold and it's raining here all day and my body, I just, it's like even sitting here, it, it's, it's horrible. And I don't know where I put my bag. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> and that's why I, I use it as my medicine because it gets me going, gets me awake, keeps me focused on the things I need to do <clears throat> and things I have to do. This makes me be able to function because otherwise I would be in bed feeling sorry for myself because I'm in so much pain and just thinking, should I just end it? You know, I don't know how, if I had a dollar for every time I asked myself that. You know, have I said it when I was on it? You know, there's times where my pain is really bad and I have a severe flare-up where nothing touches it. And I feel useless. I feel like a piece of shit because I don't know how the hell I'm going to work. If I'm always in pain. Because sitting here, even my back, my neck, my shoulders, everything, it, it's it's misery. And I just want, like everyone else has, and I know, yes, people do have it a lot worse than I do. But I need to focus on my life with Melissa because I have not I did not have a life for so long and finally when I started getting my life back after the drug use I was a hermit I stayed in the house all day I only went out for groups and when I had to go shopping or no I did go for walks in the forest preserve that that was what I did. I would definitely always go out for nature walks. I love nature. It's just, There's nothing like being surrounded by it. And you just suck in all that freaking energy. 
just even thinking about it right now, I, I wish it was a, a beautiful spring day, about 75 degrees. It's sunny and, you know, the leaves are coming in and just taking a walk down the trail. It's like, oh, my God. And just, oh, you could just be smoking your vape pen or, or you know, hitting on the joint or whatever. Ah, uh, gosh, that's, now I can't wait for spring. Come on, spring, hurry up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. But, sorry, guys. I know, I, I guess I, I, when the cannabis hits me good, like the sour, sour tangy makes me severely talkative. And my mind's thinking about all the stuff right now I want to say, and my mouth can't keep up with my brain. But it's, it, it gives you, it's a wonderful euphoric feeling. Now, Jack Herer, it uh, does about the same thing. Maybe for me, I always feel differences in in the highs of all the different strains. Yes, there are some strains that feel similar to others, and there's others that are hell of a lot better. And there are some I have had that are complete. Well, for me, only for my body and for me, they were complete shit. I mean. God bless you if you if the ones that I'm thinking of help you because that's that's what it's there for. So I would never criticize or hate on anybody for loving something that I couldn't smoke. That's just fucking stupid. I mean, we're stoners. We're supposed to love one another. And you know, we we we, we all have this in common, especially, you know, like I said, even if you smoke recreationally, that's better than drinking in my book. And the people that found cannabis for medicinal purposes, that's that's what like I guess that's who I want to talk to more. And that's why I can't wait to hopefully have Robbie on the show. He's also a chronic pain patient, a friend, a great freaking guy. And he's getting his card back. And I'm trying to help him out. So he starts out slowly and doesn't take too much where he'll get paranoid. I've smoked too, so much. This is how much I smoke. Where you get that horrible high where basically your blood sugar drops really bad. And you get like all out of it and spacey. You can't move. Everything is spinning like you're on a fucking carnival ride. And then you're like, oh, you're trying to puke. And why I'm trying to, I'm hungry as hell, but I can't move because I'm so damn high. Melissa was trying to feed me. I'm not kidding. That's how fucking high I got. That was my mistake because. I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm a big guy. I could handle it. I used to handle all these painkillers. Yeah. Oh, way different fucking ball game. Way different ball game, my friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, believe me. Um, I think I made that mistake last year. I think I don't remember. It, it was it was a couple years ago at least. Unfortunately, poor Melissa. Um she her headache was hurting really bad one day uh this was either beginning of the week or last week 
and all that started happening to her. I asked her all her symptoms. She said yes to all of them. I said, okay. So try to help her eat. Try to get her blood sugar up. You have to get something kind of fatty in your system too since it's fat soluble. And I like getting something with sugar in there to kind of, it, it does drop your blood sugar. So that's why it's good to have something sugar in hand just in case if you feel that. Because trust me, the, the cannabis will give you warning signs before the ride starts. It's like a slight, you you might feel like like things are about to spin from what I remember. And then once it happens once, well, as soon as it spins once, hold on, because it's going to be a bumpy few hours. That's why I'm, um, it's a double-edged sword for me having my tolerance high. Because the fact of the matter is, is that, yeah, I don't get those spinning carnival ride feelings anymore. But the bad part, my tolerance is high, so I don't feel it like I used to. And yes, it's very good to take tolerance breaks. You, you know, some say for a month. You know, you could do it for a day. It does help for a day. I, I've done it for a day. It, it's just hard for me because I I am not the type of person that could sit in bed. I have to constantly find something to do. I'm not filling out job applications. I'm trying to get deliveries in so I could do those. I do Amazon Flex too, but you know, yeah, I have I have a car, but going this is going way far out from where I go, and I do this when I need to because it's a wild bird tearing the car. Um, so I'm praying to God something happens and. Until then, you know, I'm going to keep working hard at what I'm doing and being thankful for what I have. Definitely very thankful for what I have. And I'm thankful to you guys listening. Whoever is out there listening, thank you. It truly means a lot because I, I really feel like I, I need to tell everybody my story and what saved me besides Melissa saving me. I, I, I was a wreck and Melissa coming in my life and cannabis coming in my life. Best two things I did for myself. I'm sorry. I, I let me get back to Sativa. Now, drag career is, is great, like I said, to keep me going. And it puts me in that good mood where I'm like, okay, you know, everything's going to be cool. I'm, I'm ready for whatever. And you just feel like you could go, 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 go. And you don't want to stop. Now, let me tell you the, the top terpenes. It's terpenoline, uh, a fruity, carfoline, which is pepper, and panine, which is pine. Those, there's 
multiple terpenes in a strain, but there are like a top three or so that really stand out. And it's it's just a beautiful strain. And one other one, like I said, is sour diesel. Sour diesel here, let me I know it's um chem dog. And um I think skunk. Let me see. It is super skunk. Chem dog and super skunk. This is why I love sour diesel. I love a lot of things skunk. And I'm not sure why skunk is so good and, and why it agrees with me so much because it doesn't do that for everybody. You know, everybody is different. A lot of people can't smoke sativas because they get too paranoid. And see, that's a good thing about hybrids now. Let's see, what other sativas can... Oh, another one that I like. Green Crack. Okay. Don't let the name fool you. It's all cannabis, 100%. That's why I see a lot of times it being called green caffeine now. Now, the lineage is, well, it just has skunk one. It I don't know if it, let me look here. Oh, that's right. It's an unknown indica. And skunk number one. That's another reason why I love green crack. Now, the terpenes in this, the top terpenes are mycerine, which is herbal, also carapaline, and which is the pepper and panine, which is pine. And this one's another one. This is a great head high. It's a nice, it's a nice, nice head high. It's not hazy like X-ray 13 is is a cross of Jack Herrera and G13, which is an I, I want to try that strain. I read on that strain. That's that, that's a good looking strain. Those two together make X-J13. Now that one, G13 haze, you know, that with that haze in it, it sometimes it makes you feel a little hazy when you have that head high. Now you have some sativas that are going to give you a wonderful head high. And some you're gonna get a good head high, but you're gonna have that haze. It's like, whoa, what the it's it's like you're kind of in a fog, but you're not, if that makes any sense. And the feelings for this, <clears throat> energetic, focused, and talkative. I'm going to get to uh, Sour Tangerine, Sour Tangy, excuse me, after this one. Now, see, I always go by, it has, when you look in Leafly, it has, helps with, like this has 35% of people said that it's good, helps with stress. 29% of people says it helps with depression and 28% of people Say, say that it helps with anxiety. Now, the negatives now here, this is if you have too much of it. Or if you just can't, unfortunately, if, if you're just one of those individuals who can't smoke a sativa. It's paranoid, anxious, and dry eyes. Now, I'm going to talk about why I don't really care if a strain gives me paranoia or anxiousness. I will tell you why. Let me Now, this is before I get into the hybrids. And in the in the cuz, I'll share a little story with you about 
pharma, big pharma medications now. I took, I was prescribed Civella, which is supposed to help with fibromyalgia. It has, uh, you, you are, oh my God, norepinephrine or something like that. And I, I don't remember what the main components were that they were supposed to help. Well, yeah, <clears throat> this pill did help for the fibromyalgia pain. And I was able to really go, to go, go, go. I mean, I felt good at first. I felt great. But then all of a sudden, my mood changed. My attitude changed. I was severely angry. I was severely depressed. And I should have been on the psych unit for this, but I was suicidal as well. Melissa was with me. We were walking down, going back to my place, and cars were coming. So I'm like, eh. I, I just didn't care at that time. And I started walking, and, and she had to keep pulling me and dragging me. It, it's I've never had such a stronger urge. To commit suicide than when I was on that pill. Then another time was we were supposed to go by her aunt's for Melissa's birthday. I told her I'm not going because I'm not feeling good and I don't want to be around nobody, which was the truth. So she left. I was at home and just thinking, thinking, contemplating, contemplating, thinking. So Went in my room, I grabbed my belt, put it around my neck, and I was pulling as tight as I can, as I could. And I I couldn't let go. I just kept pulling tighter and tighter, and I just felt me, like, suffocating. And then, thank God, this popped in my head. If this didn't pop in my head, I wouldn't be here. There, I, I I need to keep living. I need to want to live because something, someone up there wants me on this earth. I don't know for what. I don't know what my purpose is. I know it's to freaking help people, but I, I used to be a nursing assistant. I can't do that anymore. But the thought that popped in my head was, Philip, you're going to freaking do that to her you're gonna let her see your dead body on the floor and you're gonna put her through that hell that's gonna fucking traumatize the crap out of her that thought made me let go and I, I, I just she came back I sat down, I, I, I told her, and I just started bawling. That was one of the worst. I had a lot of unpleasant things in my life. That was one of the worst feelings I've ever had. And that's why I refuse to go on any other antidepressants or 
anything like that. I'm on lithium and Wellbutrin, and I'm trying to figure out a way to get off of those fucking things. But I unfortunately, I, I, I can't afford to buy enough to medicate me the way I need to so the bipolar doesn't affect me and the depression and the anxiety. Because unfortunately from the painkillers, my tolerance for things builds up rapidly. And I know I'm going to have to take a day and to take a tolerance break. And that's when I'm going to have to take a day off and not do nothing because I am going to be in agony. See, this is why I I love cannabis the way I do. Because of med medicine like Savella that made me try to kill myself. As opposed to this medicine that makes me want to live and want to be happy. And I want to share with all of you that this is possible. No, it's not for everybody. Unfortunately, I wish it was. But no, cannabis is not for everyone. But for the ones that it can help, it is a life changer. And I, I, I know I get off track at times, but I'm just a regular person that is learning as I go on about all of this, whether it be <clears throat> cannabis or this podcast, I'm learning and I want to share with you, especially what I learned with cannabis. And I definitely want to share my experiences with you. Now, I'm running out of time, unfortunately, guys, but... The next, if I don't get to it today, next podcast, I will continue on with, finish off with the sativas, the hybrids, and the indicas. Well, I might be able to finish off the sativas today, but let's go into Sour Tangy before we go. Sour Tangy to the rescue. Doesn't make Bill a be quiet. See, it's just me being silly. It's, it's just me. It's how I am. Especially, I, I was like this before the opiate addiction. I was a happy-go-lucky guy before, of course, before my dad That's You know, and be, besides the bullying, I mean, I was a happy person. Aside from what life throws at you. But after uh, the painkiller addiction, everything in my brain changed. And, but now at least it's still not that way, thank God. Now, Sour Tangy, its genetics are Tangy, and I have to correct myself. I apologize, everyone out there. I screwed up. Yes, I do. I occasionally screw up. It's East Coast Sour Diesel. Now, let's, oh, something went wrong. I can't look that up for some reason. Well, no, I think I can. But this is this is such a great strain to uh, 
Well, it feels like it's a good strain anyway, the the sour tangy. I don't know about the East Coast sour diesel. See, the genetics of East Coast sour diesel are just sour diesel. And so there is sour diesel in there. But sour tangy ain't too bad. But no, cannabis won't solve your problems. You still gotta work those out. Like I said said before, they're just going to help you manage a little better. That's what cannabis does for me. It helps me manage better, much, much better. And I want others to come out and please comment. Anyone who's listening who uses medicinally or even recreationally, I, I want to share your experiences too. And I want to hear from you. And I want to start, I want to start something here. I, I you know, I, I want to start something where not only can I reach out to medicinal patients, but people in addiction. Cannabis is a way out. It's not a fucking gateway. Cannabis is a way out. And I know it. It helped me. It's still helping me. And I'm going to make sure I do whatever I can to be the loudmouth for cannabis. So hopefully one day it will be federally off prohibition because this is bullshit obviously alcohol is fine because all those taxes they pay and put in the pockets of those fat cats that's why alcohol is just fine but bullshit you know what cannabis is a million times safer and they're just pissed because they can't, the government can't make really profit from it. And these big pharma companies can't patent it. So that's why they're doing, that's the same thing with Kratom. Maybe one day I'll get into that if you guys are interested. It's another great, great nature's medicine um, that the uh, big pharma and the government's trying to ban. Assholes. Well, Anyway, cannabis saves. It's it's pure and simple as that. And it, it brings people together. I've talked to many great stoners. And there's nothing like it doesn't like I said, it doesn't matter if it's recreational or medicinal. There's nothing like getting get together with a couple of great friends or hell. Like myself, Melissa and myself, we just smoke. And either watch some good TV, play some games, video games, or have a little fun if the, the, the evening's right. <laughs> but I'm actually experiencing real life again. Oh, it's a bitch. Oh, it's not as bad. Oh, this is, a, I'll take this any day over living in the street, sleeping on cardboard boxes. In 30 degree below zero weather, 
there are a lot of good people out there. If it wasn't for a couple good people that gave me a heavy winter coat, this was back in 2011, and someone who got me a sleeping bag, I would have froze to death where I was. Because like I said, I was using a walker. And I was in so much pain. It was so hard trying to get up from the ground. I don't know how the fuck I did any of it. I, 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 don't, I don't even know how the hell I survived it. I mean, I had a knife put to my throat. I was beat up severely a few times. A couple times, actually. First best thing I did for myself was to get off those fucking that point that was my poison. If people need opiates, then they should have that right to take them. If they are responsible and people obviously there's a lot of responsible people out there taking them. They have every right not to be in pain either. And you know what? Just because I was a fucking addict to them. I'm not one of those assholes that say, oh, nobody can have them because I'm addicted to them. Fuck that. If you can't smoke or use cannabis and you need prescription opiates to treat your chronic pain, then do it. I hate seeing any good person suffer and in pain. That's what pisses me off right now so much about this government too. Letting freaking good men and women suffer. Oh, you know, their war on drugs didn't do shit, obviously. And I'm sorry about the noise back there. I, I once I get riled up, I get riled up, and I'll tell you, I, I'll I'll get into a debate anybody over this crap. But that's not the point of the show. Sorry, guys. I just I get, I'm passionate about these things. I am severely passionate about advocating for people with chronic pain you know definitely a huge advocate for current see when i get when i get worked up i start stuttering i'm just a regular guy what can i say i'm an advocate for cannabis big time that's my main thing for tom that's another thing that saved my ass how do people think that's poison no you know what the gas station shit is but if you find a reputable online vendor, you're fine. I've been taking it for a few years, and I made a few mistakes by taking too much. I got sick. It's it's in the coffee family. You know, it's like if you drink too much coffee, you're going to get sick. It's just fucking common sense. And everyone says it's addicting. It's addicting. What the hell cigarettes are? What the fuck is alcohol? You know, come on. That argument is bullshit. You can't fucking use that argument anymore. Because there are several things that are fucking legal that are addicting. So fuck you. Government officials. Everything that they, yeah. You know what? How about you shoving a sock in it and and being quiet? That that should be the new addictive measure right there. Just shutting you fucking politicians up. But this, these are things I'm very passionate in, and these are things I'm going to be talking about because I feel for my fellow chronic pain patients. I do. And I'm right with the other cannabis users, too, that, that use them medicinally and recreationally. 
I'm very passionate about what I believe in. And once I have my mind made up about something, it's flat out done. And no one's going to change my mind about any of this. And well, guys, I got to get going. I'm running out of time. Thank you for putting up with my rants. If you if you are still listening, which I hope you are, I hope you join me again next time where you can get lifted, you can learn, and there will be love in there because, you know what, you guys are human beings and you all deserve love. Every good person deserves love. And I don't care if someone calls me a hippie or whatever. You know what? I'm, I've been angry for so long. I've been angry for so, so long before. And I'm just done living that life. I want to be happy. I have a great life. Even though it's hard, I have a life. Which is something I didn't have before. And to my listeners out there, I'm very thankful to you very very thankful to you i'm very very thankful to limitless broadcasting i'm very thankful very very thankful robbie for robbie and sammy i'm just very thankful and i'm so thankful i could share my passion for cannabis with you guys it just means the world that you guys listen to me and I just want us to get lifted together and I want us to learn together till next time guys I am the nuttiest one of all the amateur stoner Philip signing off for now I hope you guys have a blessed day and week Amateur Stoner is a Limitless Broadcasting Company podcast hosted by Captivate. Producer, writer, and host, Philip Rossa. Executive producer and technical advisor, Robbie Brooksby. Intro, post-production, and audio editing by Sammy Brooksby. Follow Phil on Instagram at catsandcannabis78 and on TikTok at catsandcannabis. Cannabis.